Hark the bardic paladin Who sings and plays again He tells the tales of glory And weaves a magic story He'll join you at your table And ask you to share a fable Heroes of humble origin Villains who must be fought again No matter their skill or prowess The people in life are countless so we pray you heed our request. Enjoy this tale of sidekicks and sidequests. Episode 5 Dolly the Treant Cartographer. Welcome to Sidekicks and Sidequests the Dungeons & Dragons podcast that helps to put humans back into humanity and breathe life into your campaign NPCs with backstory and bravado. That's right, we're building a world, one character at a time. I am your host, Kurt Krenwelge, the Bardic Paladin, and I'll be joining Michael Horsley at his table in the Levitating Platter. Good, sir. Who might you be? Hello there, stranger. I'm Michael. Hello, Michael. Nice to meet you. What is it uh, that you do? I, I work with computers mainly um, in IT consulting. Uh, cool. I like to play some uh, D&D uh, with my friends. So That's awesome. You have uh, played before? Your campaign, Vox Arto, was my first time ever playing Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So going through and creating Hobart, uh, that was the first time. Um, still waiting to get to level 20 if someday we'll get there, but yeah, we, it's, you know, the, the eternal struggle of, uh, Dungeons and Dragons is, uh, finding a time where everyone can get together and play their characters. Obviously. Yes. Michael is my, my good friend. So that explains why the first campaign that you've ever played in was the first time you ever played Dungeons and Dragons. Has it been a, has it been a positive experience for you? Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed, you know, connecting with people through that. And, um, I'm more into the, the combat system than the story part, but that's just my, my nature. Um, I see. but so hopefully can help, uh, think through some story things here. Yeah. Um, so as we're going through our list of questions here, do you have a favorite NPC either from the campaigns that you've played in with D and D or like thinking to like other RPGs and games, you have a, a favorite NPC and why are they your favorite? Yeah, if I have to go to to games, because um, you you are quite a gamer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, RPGs probably the Fallout series is the one I play the most, and I know we we've talked about that a lot. Right. Um, there was a follower that I had. He's a tank at the end of Fallout Three. Fox. I think it was Fox. Yeah. Fox the super mutant. Yeah. Um, that was probably the most useful. <laughs> NPC that I that I've engaged with but I like the variations between you know like how different um characters can be just a, across all things um you know I've played uh games non-RPGs but th- things in like the Star Trek universe and mm-hmm. and they uh if they don't get voice actors from the TV series and the games they'll come up with characters and those can be hit or miss but Right. Do you think Fox would be your favorite NPC then? Uh, yeah, just off the cuff. Off I have the to cuff. Say that, yeah. Why is Fox your favorite? Um, that dude was hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, just the straight humor. 
um, that that they gave that character was was probably my favorite. Right, because if I remember the story correctly, he was a resident of that vault, but then the FEV virus leaked in the vault and he was transformed and he was like locked in his room while the rest of the other like more brutal super mutants were just kind of roaming around the the vault Mm -hmm. and you need fox to well you don't necessarily need him but i think you you can use fox to go into the reactor room to grab the geck device right I think it's been a while. I think gosh, he, he has like his, he has like a Gatling laser, and he'll go around and like blast he'll just he'll just clear out rooms. So yeah, nice, solid NPC choice. Um, and going to the side quest part of things, do you have a particular favorite side quest that you've done with Hobart, or going to the Fallout games, or any other ones? Yeah, is one, there like a favorite side quest that you've had, and why? One that comes to mind was in uh, I think it was Doom Three. Okay. Um, they had uh, audio tapes, like like the digital futuristic version of them. Uh-huh. Um, I think Borderlands did this as well. Uh, maybe I'm thinking more of Borderlands, but they both have the same kind of concept. I think it's a common trope in RPGs to have you go find different pieces of a story right. and piece it together. Yeah, even Fallout's done that yeah, too. Yeah, Fallout's done that too. With so hollow tapes. I, I'd say that kind of um, adventure, like it's not, usually it's not tied into the main quest, but... Right. Um, that could be pretty fun of building out that narrative through. So in Doom pieces. 3 in particular, there were some audio files or vlogs or something that you had to find. Yeah, and it kind of helped give more of the backstory around what was going on because you, you start out and you land on Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, very little happens before the portal opens up and all the Doom stuff happens. Right. Uh, so there's not a whole lot of storytelling through that. Besides your character trying to go find out what's going on and, and, and randomly encountering other people. But mm-hmm. this gives you the backstory that you didn't know. Not critical to playing the game and enjoying the shooter, mm-hmm. um, but can help. Okay, i putting myself in this world and, and understanding it. Sa- same kind of thing in, in uh, Borderlands I think, okay. as well. Yeah, because, yeah, there are little audio diaries you can find in, in the Borderlands series as well that'll clue you in on some pieces. Um, all right. And then finally, the last question here in the first half of the show, what are you passionate about and why? That's an interesting question. I think over the last couple of years, it's been helping people grow. Um, and a lot of that's been through what I do through work at our company. We have a mentorship program. So each person who works there is assigned a mentor who's, you know, either been there longer or just has more experience in general, Mm -hmm. um, and is, is kind of giving that to them as a formal mentor. Finding informal mentors is something that that's helpful too. But um, through that, I've been able to help people grow as well as people on my team. Just seeing their their transformation through ninety nine percent of it's what they're doing. But mm. um, that you know, I definitely see the seeds when my favorites when someone listens to advice that a lot of people don't take because it's hard. And when they do that, that I think that's the most rewarding. So. That's probably what I have to say, uh, which lines up with uh, the the purpose of, of our company, which is to grow people to their fullest potential. Awesome. Well, all right. Since we've learned a little bit more about my guest, Michael, let's go ahead and dive into the NPC creation. All right. We today are going to randomly generate a character with the fate of the dice, are we not? We are, yes. Okay, well, I happen to have brought some dice here, some uh, little Foley sound effects of the dice. And here you go. And let's see. So 
The first part is we got to figure out a name for the character. And according to my generator list, I have uh, 20 choices. So if you'd like to pick up the D20, okay. we can go ahead and roll that and figure out what the name of this character is going to be. If I roll a one, is that a critical fail? No. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Uh, Dolly. Dolly. Dolly Parton? No. <laughs> Dolly, whoever you want. Dolly, I guess. whoever you want. Okay. All right. So that's the name. So our character is Dolly. Let's figure out what their ancestry is. So an ancestry. Oh, you get to pick pick up the two d tens. There's a hundred different choices. Okay. So we're gonna roll percentile and figure out what is the race ancestry for Dolly. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. A tree ant. Dolly so basically the, the ant. ant. So basically like the ant from Lord of the Rings. Oh, tree ant. Okay, not yeah, ant. ant. I was thinking ant. ant. I was like, okay. No, but like in, uh, I think, you know, to make sure that they don't get sued, uh, Wizards of the Coast calls it a tree ant, whereas the Tolkien estate would be like, oh, that's an ant. Yeah. So, okay, Dolly, a tree ant. Okay, so far this is very exciting. Um, let's see. Uh, what is their job or role? So that would be pick up the D8 and let's go ahead and roll uh, the D8 and figure out what their job is. Four. Cartographer. Okay. So Which makes sense because, you know, trees making Two. maps. I could see that. Okay. And then let's see. Now to figure out how old Dolly the cartographer is, uh, go ahead and roll a D, a regular D10. Okay. So is there like a modifier here based on like... Oh, no, I have, I have everything for every value, so okay. we'll, we'll figure it out. Zero. That would be ten. Immortal. Immortal, okay. So Dolly the Immortal <laughs> Treant cartographer. Um, okay, and then let's see. Now that so far we've figured out some stuff, now you're inspired, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Describe Dolly's appearance. Okay, um, so I'm assuming that Dolly is a woman, Treant. Okay. Um so probably you know like a redwood is what i'm thinking Ooh, massive massive yeah you know Ooh. this old tree that's been tree that's been there forever maybe hardly moves you don't even notice uh that it's more than just a tree um wow a tree ant like uh that's a like a, basically like a redwood that's like a hundred foot yeah tall wow probably like one of the few of her kind i imagine if she's lived this long and she's immortal yeah that would make sense. Okay. And then what three adjectives do you think describe Dolly then? This immortal tree ant cartographer. Uh, let's see. Uh, slow, wise, and um, rough. Rough? Like yeah. So like not, not in like appearance, but like she she's she's tired. Uh, maybe that's a better one. But okay. you know, she doesn't put up with anything. Slow, wise, but but tired yeah so like no time for gossip or idle chit chat really you think or or she's seen it all she's seen it all she knows yeah. it all okay um then let's see now we get to go to the back to the tables i know you very much like rolling dice <laughs> um, now we're gonna figure out what is the valuable item that dolly has in her possession this is interesting so first, we're going to roll a d4 to figure out whether it's an item, a piece of lore, a secret, or a ideal or concept. Okay, that's a one. Okay, so we're going to do an item. Okay. So now you get to pick up a d6 and roll and figure out what is the valuable item that Dolly holds. Three. That would be a potion of healing. Potion of healing, okay. Okay, so that's cool. So she happens to have a potion of healing on her, on her person. 
Um, and then let's see, now we get to roll and figure out what is the particular side quest that Dolly, the immortal tree ant cartographer, would send a party of adventurers on. So okay. this one, you get to roll the D12. Okay, I was going to ask because that was the one we hadn't rolled yet. <laughs> yeah, I tried to make sure I included all the dice. <laughs> okay, that will be a six. Huh, interesting. So according to the, what I've written down, the side quest would be to cause a distraction. Okay. Now, maybe we can elaborate on that more. What do you think, what would be her reason for needing someone to, like, cause a particular distraction? Uh, so I could see her having been there so long, imagining she lives in a forest. Like, she's not, she's not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's few of her kind, but, you know, she takes comfort in there being other trees there. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see, you know, another race coming in to to do something, take advantage of the land, or just um, taking more territory for themselves, and, and these ancient woods that she's lived in for forever it seems mm-hmm. um, she she needs to cause a distraction to um, allow force of maybe younger, more spry uh, ants to to be able to go and and fight off these invaders. Okay. So then she hires the group of adventurers to cause a distraction that allows the younger tree ants to mobilize and uh, yeah, ultimately... maybe she's involved with the with the distraction. Like anyone who's never seen a tree ant would probably be surprised. True. So just just her presence and whatever she might do might be uh, part of that distraction. Okay. And so then, as we're thinking on this side quest, so the reward for the characters succeeding in this quest of causing a distraction in the hopes of uh, gaining the upper hand to prevent this invading force from not encroaching on the forest, what would be the reward of that side quest? Uh, the, re- the reward would be the success of the, of the uh, re- repelling, right? If it succeeds, then that would result in uh, their forces handedly taking care of, of the invaders. Uh, if she fails, then uh, then maybe it wouldn't be such a, a one like a, a simple victory. Okay. So so maybe uh, by succeeding they gain like favor, they gain karma, they gain uh, 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 a stronger bond with this group of treants by succeeding and preserving their forests. Maybe they can go back to them later and, uh, you know, get advice. You know, obviously she's a map maker. Maybe she has a very rare map that yeah. she knows able- the land, right? Sure. She knows the yeah. land. So she might be able to give them access to uh, rare or very ancient maps if they succeed and help her out with this uh, quest. Yep. But if she, uh, fails- okay, I see the reward for the other, people helping her with the distraction. Exactly. Okay. That's, I, I, I guess that's kind of more what I was aiming towards. Yeah. And then for failing, you know, it, it could put the entire forest and the tree ants in, in danger of being, you know, killed. And, and they might all themselves be killed. And the adventurers themselves. Yeah. Yeah. If they're not captured, uh, then they could just be killed and then the forest chopped down. Yeah. It'd be like Fangorn. And then, you know, Treebeard shows up and is like, WTF. Yeah. Let's go stomp Isengard. Yeah. That's kind of, I didn't want a one-to-one, but that's kind of the inspiration, you know, going back to Two Towers. There you go. All right. Well, let's see then if we can generate a random encounter. Okay. (laughs) 
based on what we've learned so far, uh, I'm going to play the part of an adventurer mm -hmm. who has heard tale of a wise map maker that lives in the woods. And so I guess I will uh, role play, maybe perhaps meeting you for the first time and then, you know, you perhaps offering this this quest of like trying to help save the forest. So, dun, dun, dun. all right, making my way through the forest. I'm trying to find this fabled map maker because I need to get to the lost mines of Flugelhofen, and I know that she should have a map for it. Now, Dolly, Dolly, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a Dolly somewhere here in the in the woods. About this spot? Who seeks me? What? Who said that? Up here. Uh, what? What? Where? Oh! Oh my gosh! It's a talking tree! Well, what were you expecting? Uh, I thought it was going to be some old lady. I am a lady, and yes, I am quite old. Oh, my my apologies. Are, are you the fabled map maker that can give me the, the map to the mines of Flugelhofen? I am. Oh, well, splendid. Um, I can pay you. Do you, do you pay, pay me what? I, do, you take, do you take gems or coin for, for maps? I have no need of these things. Oh, right. Of course. Of course. You are a, uh, a tree. And I suppose trees do not need coins and gems. Hmm. Well... Can I, can I have the map? Uh, perhaps if you could help me on a quest. Ooh, quest. I'm an adventurer. I love quests. Perfect. It, it is a dangerous quest. A dangerous quest. Hmm, I do like danger. Well, what's the job? My people are under attack. Under and, attack. And, and we need help creating a distraction for our forces. Okay. Would, would you be able to gather some people to help? Of course, I'm homicidally brave. Of course I can do this. Well, th then as reward, I will give you a map to take you to Flugelhorn. Ah, very nice. All right, I accept. Scene. All right, so there's, I feel like that's a pretty good idea. It's a nice voice and, you know, uh, good incentive. I, th I like the, how the adventurer tried to offer up gems and coin and you were just like, I'm a tree ant. I don't need <laughs> gems and coins. It's perfect. Um, but all right. So let's see. Final thoughts. You were a guest on my my old podcast, Blank Tape, mm -hmm. and we talked Star Trek last time. And so, of course, that was kind of more slice of life. And uh, and now this one's kind of like, you know, short interview and NPC D&D &D making. So what do you think uh, about the, the contrast, as it were? Uh, I think it was fun. I, I liked being able to... I like the auto generation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the tables worked for the, you. The tables, yeah, that was cool. Um, okay. It, it helped me get more into the scene than if I had to come up with all those things on my own. Right. Um, I'm, I don't have those creative juices that other people have that. Okay. Um, so I, I really enjoyed the roll your own uh, with the tables for sure. All right. And since now I've decided this rule, since you've used this table, you now get to fill in uh, for for some of the specific ones, you get to refill in those slots with something else. So as okay. guests come in and uh, and they decide to use the tables, 
uh, will be constantly shifting answers. So it's not always going to be the same. Thing. Okay. So one of the lower, lower dice ones, right? Right. So like you'll get to put in a new name, you'll get to put in a new job, you get to put in a new valuable item and like okay. the, the side quest and stuff like that. So that way, the next time, uh, someone comes along and decides to use the table and roll the bones, uh, it'll be unique every time. It'll be unique every time. Exactly. Okay. Um, and also you too, listeners, you can chime in on social media and emails and uh, let me know your own ideas of what you think should be put on the table. So that way, if I'm just uh, deciding to do a show where I make up an NPC, then I've got uh, different values from the community that I contribute towards the tables. So, Mr. Michael, uh, is there anything you have to plug or, or share uh, for for the peoples, the folks on the internet. Well, m- my wife would be uh, not happy if I didn't plug her upcoming podcast, uh, Rosedale University. Um, we're still working on getting everything put out, so we don't have anything. But I'm sure you'll be able to search for it on a site like iTunes or Google Podcasts. Okay. Um, and uh, also, uh, podcast I listen to that uh, you being into games and anyone else who's into video games might find interesting. Mm-hmm. Orange Lounge Radio. Uh, yes, you've told me about this one. They've been they've been going on for over I think they're just shy of eighteen years. Wow. Um, they started as a live show on um, Shoutcast uh, <laughs> and transitioned. They were one of the first gaming podcasts on iTunes when it first came out. Wow. Um, and I, I stopped listening to them for a long time, but I've started picking back up. And um, yeah, it's three three friends in. Uh, they are Sacramento's second best gaming podcast. Uh, there you go. They pride themselves in that <laughs> as, I, as a I, joke. I, yes, <laughs> I can see the appeal. So um, I just want to give them a plug. Uh, Orange Lounge Radio, part of the VOG network. You can watch them live on Twitch Sunday nights or subscribe to their podcast feed. Well, awesome. Very good. I'm glad that we get to not only plug our guests, but have our guests plug the different things that they like. Well, Michael, thank you so much for... Uh, letting me come up to your table and for being a guest on the show. And uh, I guess we'll we'll see you next time. Thank you. Do we want to do the uh, uh, replacements now or do, is that a separate thing? Uh, I suppose we could do that off the air. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidekicks and Sidequests. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast through Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Overcast or feel free to save the RSS feed to use the app of your choice. Visit our website, www.sidekicksandsidequests.com, for links, write-ups of the NPCs, and to learn more about the podcast. To stay up to date and share your fan creations, you can like and follow the podcast on social media by searching for at Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The podcast is also on Reddit, so join our subreddit community at r slash podcast to share your art, stories, discussions, and commentary. If you'd like to hail the bard, send an email to sidekicksandsidequests, all one word, at gmail.com. I ask that you please leave an honest review on iTunes to help spread the word about the show. Sidekicks and Sidequests is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy, meaning I'm not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Copyright Wizards of the Coast, LLC. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you at the pub next time. Bar to rock on one, two, one, two, three, four!